The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. My name is Nicole Mendoza, and I'm filling in for Pastor Chris and Joshua while they are away on a mission trip in the Philippines. We've already heard a little about some of the great events going on over there, and we are so excited to hear more from them about what God is doing, and I'm sure you are as well. One of the prophecies released over the church said that whatever is going on in the spiritual realm overseas in the Philippines would mirror what is occurring here in the U.S., And actually, last Thursday, December 7th, we had snowfall in San Antonio, Texas, for the first time in decades. Now, that change in the atmosphere carries major significance because about this time last year, Pastor Chris had prophesied that when snow covered Bear County, it would signal God's appointed time for us. And interestingly enough, just as the snow began to fall here, Pastor Chris and Joshua were beginning their conference in the Philippines. Now, the greatness of the season we are in has been a major topic at the forefront of the teachings being shared through this ministry in this season. Within recent broadcasts, we've covered restoration, sowing and reaping, slaying Goliaths, and revelation for our time. God is really purposing in our hearts to prepare for this time, to prepare for what He has in store. And one of the things we really have to take a hold of is spiritual authority. Pastor Chris invited one of the members of our church, Charles Wycliffe, to elaborate more on this topic. So let's listen in on the message he shared. This morning we'll have a great surprise for you. We're going to have a double barrel, double portion of anointing. Yes, goodies, supernatural, amazing, revelation, understanding, and far, far more. Right? I asked Charles, who is a minister, who is also a pastor that uh, probably uh, some of you don't know, to to share this morning, African style. We need that juice here at Freedom Fellowship Turks. Right? Okay, so without further ado, Charles. First, I want to give all the glory to God uh, for this privilege to be here, to stand before you wonderful people of God, and my profound appreciation to Pastor Chris and Pastor Mike. I am humbled to stand in the, on the same pulpit as our pastor. Praise the Lord. Pastor Chris has been teaching us about spiritual authority. And we thank God because knowing who you believe and being correctly aligned under the power of God will enable you to benefit from the authority. And this is why I want to talk this morning about the believer's authority. The believer's authority. Because Christ is our source. We have our almighty God whose name is El Shaddai. He is God almighty. All powerful God. 
And this same God has a son, Jesus Christ, whom he has given all the powers. The Bible tells us, but Jesus told us after his resurrection that all powers in heaven on earth has been given unto me. And this same power and authority Jesus has also given to us, the church, the believers. Because if you trace it from the very beginning, when God was about to create man, after creating every other thing, he said, let us make man in our own image, that he might have dominion, that is authority over every other thing that he has created. But man lost it in the Garden of Eden. He lost that authority. And since then, God has been looking for opportunity to restore man back in his authority. And we thank God for Jesus Christ. That he restored the authority not to mankind as a whole, but to those who will believe in him. And that is where you and I come in. Jesus has given us his power, his authority. And the whole earth, the Bible says, is waiting for you and I to manifest. Because until we really manifest, things will not be right. But the whole creation knows that when you and I manifest, we would, you and I will not live in darkness. Sickness will be a thing of the past. Poverty will not be found amongst us. But rather, we will operate in the power and in the might of Jehovah God. Praise the Lord. I want to look at the word of God this morning. And I want to start from the book of Luke, chapter 19. And uh, I'm going to talk briefly about what I call Occupy Till I Come. Reading from verse 12 to 13. He said, Jesus told the disciples a parable. He said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Many of us have looked at this parable as relating to stewardship. It is true. But by the grace of God, I'm going to use it as my basis for believers' authority this morning. Because the master told his servants, occupy till I come. The word occupy is a military lingo. Because occupy, although it's a verb, is from the word occupation, which is a noun. And when we talk about occupying, it means taking possession of a territory. A place that do not belong to you, but occupying that place. Having authority in that place. We have a very good example for those of us contemporarily how Russia occupied uh, Crimea and what led to the first Iraq war when Iraq occupied Kuwait. Amen? Yeah. The definition I have is that occupation 
is an effective control by a certain ruling power over a territory which is not under the formal sovereignty of that entity without the volition of the actual sovereign in short it means a power of us taking control of a territory that does not belong to it amen and jesus has told us to occupy till i come we are not from here heaven is our home but the master has given us a mandate that i am going i will come back but while i go you occupy this place till i come the church of god is like a military under the command of jesus christ as believers we are in this world but not of this world so we have to occupy this place take effective control of whatever is happening on this earth for our master because he is coming back and is coming to reign and rule for a thousand years amen, amen. like i said the creation is waiting eagerly because everything that god has done for you and i every blessing that we have received every miracle every talent that we have every opportunity that he has given us he has given them to us for one thing for us to be able to occupy in this place and use them for his glory Amen. praise the lord and that is where we come in as priests and kings because until we realize our identity until we know that the same power that raised jesus christ from the dead dwells within us that we have been given that authority by our lord jesus christ who has all authority over everything the bible says that god has highly exalted him and he has given him a name a name that is above every other name on earth in heaven and on earth and underneath the earth that at the name of jesus every knee it does not matter what kind of knee they must all bow because the name of jesus is our certificate of authenticity when we use that name because that name is backed up with authority when we use that name every situation that we find ourselves in every situation that name has been given to us so that we can use it for ourselves and for those that are around us to set the captives free to open blind eyes to take over in the marketplace and to be a glory on this earth for our master praise the lord jesus said when he was talking to his disciples that i give you authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and upon every power of the enemy when i i like the king james version because it went it goes ahead to say that and nothing shall by any means hurt you which means as you are trampling upon the powers of the enemy as you are destroying their works no matter what they do they cannot succeed against you because the power and the spirit of god is with you there is something in law that is called delegated authority that is where 
a principal, somebody that has authority to do something, now gives that authority to someone else, an agent. And whatever that agent does carries the same potency as if it's the principal that did it. And that is what Jesus has done for us with his name. The authority that when we do something here on earth, it is as if it's Jesus that did it. Once we do it in his name. Amen. Because that name is a name that is respected in heaven, on earth, and underneath the earth. So when you say something and you say, in the name of Jesus, the kingdom of darkness comes to attention. The angels of God want to carry out that instruction because it is the name of Jesus Christ. But for you and I to really exercise this authority effectively, Jesus said, that you must stay connected to him. Because when you decide not to be connected, then there is a problem. That is when you will speak and there is no authority backing up what you have said. Because he said in John 15 verse 5, that I am divine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Without Jesus, there is nothing that we can do. But we thank God that he has given us that authority. For Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4.30 that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Without Jesus, we can do nothing. But with Christ, we can do all things. And that is where the secret and the power is. Stay connected. Stay connected to Jesus. Stay connected and allow the Spirit of God to lead you. For those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, beloved, no matter what it is that you are going through, no matter the situation that is confronting you, all you need is that name. That name that has been given to you and I. And that name does not respect any situation or circumstance. The name of Jesus, as long as you are standing, you are connected and you are standing right, you can be sure that it will intervene. Because he said in John chapter 18, verse 19, he said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. That whatsoever you bind here on earth will be bound in heaven. That whatsoever you lose here on earth will be loosed in heaven. I stand so much on that word. Because I believe that as believers, if only we will continue to stand on the word of Jesus that says, whatever you say yes to, I will say yes to it in heaven. And whatever it is that you refuse, I will refuse it for you. And you tell God this situation, this sickness, this family situation, Lord, I don't want it. I don't like it. Take care of it. He sure will. Because he loves you so much. And he will always, always honor his word in, his, in the life of his people. He has given us that authority. This word. He has given us his power. 
And the, every believer needs to understand that as long as I am aligned, as long as I'm under the spiritual authority of Christ, then I have a believer's authority. And it is now left to you and I to operate and to use that authority to take care of our lives, our situations and circumstances, and to benefit others. Because in doing so, God will be glorified. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Finally, Jesus said, in John chapter 14, the believer's authority. He said, whatsoever you ask in my name. He didn't say, if you ask for some things in my name. He said, whatsoever. And in my understanding, whatsoever means whatsoever. Whatsoever you ask in my name. Because as long as you are still being led by the Spirit of God, whatsoever you ask, because you are being led by the Spirit of God, is according to the will of God. So when you now stand and ask, under the leading of the Holy Spirit, Jesus will honor it. Jesus said, I will do it. That is a signed blank just put anything you want on it. And Jesus will do it. Beloved, this is the believer's authority. And for you to effectively exercise this authority, one, you must be born again, be a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, and use that name, the name of Jesus, to take care of situations and circumstances. In your life and in the life of others. Secondly, faith is a must. In fact, faith is confidence in the power, ability, and willingness of God to help you. Many of us don't have problems with the power of God. We know that God has the power to do it. Many of us don't have problems with the ability God is able. It is the willingness. Because some will say, well, I don't know whether God will do it to me because I am this. I am a sinner. I have done this. I am not worthy. But I tell you today, God is always willing and ready to intervene in your situation and help you. Number three, our motivation matters in everything that we do. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14 says, Do everything in love. Whatever it is that we find ourselves to do, let us do it in love. When you are even counseling others, do it in love. When others need to be disciplined, do it in love. I remember some time ago when I was still maybe in high school, I did something. My father was very, very cross. Because he used to tell me that uh, those boys in our, the area that I grew up, many of them are Muslims, that I don't want you to interact with them. Don't interact with them. I said, but dad, dad I, I don't have friends. Those are the only people that I said, well, I don't want you to copy them. 
So one of these days, I went and I went into the house of one of them. And my father came out. He was standing on the balcony of our house. I was calling my name. Where are you? Where are you? My friends came and said, your dad is looking for you. I said, I'm in trouble today. <laughs> so he waited. He think, because people were coming out to check. He knew that I was in there. So he waited. After a few minutes, he went inside. But there is a window by, that, uh, by the balcony. And he went inside and opened the window just a little. As I she said, okay, he has gone inside, he has gone inside. As I ran to cross the street, he just came out. And he said, come on, come, come. I said, yes. Today is the day. That day, when I got inside, he stripped me and he caned me and I went to sleep. I remember him telling my older sibling, you know, I don't like beating him. I don't like to cane him, but he will not listen. You know? And I could hear that in my sleep. I knew that my father loved me. But he had to discipline me, and I thank God for the discipline. Because if not, probably my life would not have been like this. I would have gone astray. So the same thing with God. He loves you so much. So much that he will not allow you to do something that will have a negative effect on your destiny. So at times, he may have to discipline you. At times, he may have to tell you, no. Know that he's doing it in love. And finally, God will not share his glory. Ecclesiastes 9, 10 says, that whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, do it all for the glory of God. Amen. As long as you are, you are guided by this, as long as you allow yourself to be led by the Spirit of God, you will stand and take your place. Stand your ground against the forces of wickedness. Tell the enemy where to go. Tell situations and circumstances that are not favorable that God is with me and I'm using this authority that he has given to me and situations will change. Amen. Amen. Believer's authority, you have it. It's inside of you. Use it today. It is important for us that this is the appointed time for Freedom Fellowship Church. Look at your neighbor and say, I am grateful to the Lord. I'm part of this. Awesome. Right? And we are going, we're going to occupy until he comes. You can make a declaration. You can claim the people, especially those that are giving you a lot of trouble. You can pray for their salvation. And I guarantee you, you're going to see a turnaround. And they will be a part of your offering to Jesus. He wants souls saved, right? And in the meantime, God is going to give you something to correct, to clean out, or to upgrade everything that we have touched so far, as long as they're clean, right? Don't touch unclean things, because a part of our heritage is wherever you place your hands to, it shall prosper for the glory of God. So do not touch unclean things.
So get excited and continue to talk to God. If I were you, I document everything. If you're going to, to, to document it and date it, when it start manifesting, the Holy Spirit remind you, remember when I asked you to pray for this and now it manifested and then you'll hear Jesus, thank you. And it's like, why are you thanking me? <laughs> it's just like, now I don't cry anymore when Jesus thanked me. I said, it's an honor and a privilege, Lord. And I'll do it again. Amen. That should be our goal in each and every season. And as we're entering a new year, let that be our focus in our walk with the Lord. Speaking of New Year's, the prophetic gathering of the saints will be here in just a few weeks. Make sure you register as soon as possible because space is limited. We'll usher in the new year with worship, fellowship, and personal and corporate prophecies to the body of Christ. Visit www.sogme.org slash events to register. That's www.sogmi.org slash events. We look forward to seeing you there. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.